Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Who's You, the Chandler Gilbert Community College Visual and Performing Arts Field of Interest podcast. This episode, we're going to be switching it up a little bit and interviewing a recent CGCC grad, Antonio Nunez. Antonio took a wide array of visual arts classes at CGCC and has a lot to share about his life as a CGC student, as well as life after graduation. So, without making you wait, let's jump into the interview. All right, how's it going, Antonio? Uh, it, you know, it's going, it's, well, what is it, Tuesday? I think so, all oh, day. man. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's good. Well, thanks for making time to come and talk to me. Um, the first question I have for you is, what years did you attend CGC, and what classes did you focus on when you were there? Man, I think I started... I want to say it was late 2016 or early 2017, but I I was there from 20 I want to say 2017 till uh uh 20 late 2019. Okay. Um and it's really cool because like I I actually when I went there I didn't have no idea what I was doing. Um <laughs> and uh, so for some reason I enrolled into this class called uh, College Development uh-huh. or College Success. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And um, that actually changed my entire like collegiate career because I hadn't, like I said, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I felt like I was going to college just because like my family told me I had to go to college. Um, but I ended up taking that class and then it helped me figure out like what I wanted to do in college. And I ended up picking arts. You know? Yeah. That was your first semester that you took the college. It was college success. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that was your first semester. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. 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 And I, uh, I mean, it was really cool because I think it was like a, uh, it was called a, a learning community, which is pr- oh, yeah. like a, it's like a hybrid thing. I think that Chandler Gilbert does. Uh huh. And um, so I had like this English teacher, but like I would stay in the class after the class ended, and then she'd be like, "Hello, this is college success now." And then it was the same class, the the same class of people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was really interesting. You know, we took field trips and we, we kind of just like dissected ourselves more or less. It was just a class of figuring out yourself more or less. Dang, Does man, I got to sign up for that class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's cool that you dropped uh, learning communities too, because that's, I mean, that is a, that is a really cool thing, right? Learning communities are when uh, two separate classes are paired up, right? So you have like a cohort of classmates that you're going through two classes with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my colleagues and I right now are working on a English 101 and uh, Art 131 mm-hmm. uh, intro photography class. So you'll learn how to like compose the written word as you're learning how to compose photographs as well oh and like the interchange between those so yeah it's it's like a uh, really uh, great high impact practice so it's really cool to hear um you might be uh uh the first student that maybe i've i've un, un unprompted has just like told me the benefits of a learning community so thank you that's awesome <laughs> hey anytime <laughs> anytime um what what specifically got you in from that class into the arts, like you just, you just kind of discovered, like just through going through the curriculum of that class, you were like, Oh, what I'm in- interested in is being creative and making things. Well, yeah. Cause a lot of it was just trying to figure out, um, more or less it was taking, um, the classes that you were currently enrolled in. So like it would take, I, I would, when I first started, I was just taking the basic stuff because when I was in high school, I'd, no one ever told me that I could double dip and take like classes that would help me in college. Mm-hmm. So I ended up taking a lot of courses that were just like requirements to before I started taking focus classes on a major specific. Um, 
so while we were doing that, um, my teacher had noticed that, and she started just asking me questions specifically on like what she, what I thought I would like to do. And, um, you know, at the time I had a lot of interest in clothing. I had a lot of interest in, um, just the way things looked. Yeah. I liked the way I liked taking pictures of things that I thought were interesting. I, I liked Instagram a lot in high school. So I, she was like, Oh, well you like taking pictures. Have you ever tried photography? And I was like, no, I've never really tried it. Um, but that's something that might interest me. So when, when the class was coming to an end, she did um, help us make our next semester schedule. And she said, I think you should take a photo class. And I ended up taking a class no with, with Regina. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was how, that's kind of how that class built into like the snowball effect yeah, yeah. and just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, I think, I mean, I think that's really interesting because I, you know, I think that's one of the misconceptions and uh, is students always know what they're going to do when they start college. Mm. Right. No, it's great if they do, right? Because they can right. hit the ground running and like, you know, make a make a beeline, you know, right through their degree. But yeah. like, I mean, I know when I started community college, I was at community college for five years. And I, I mean, I think it probably took me three years before I even understood that <laughs> the point was to get a degree. Yeah, you know? yeah. And um, I, I think another interesting thing is like, I have friends who have, like, they went through their entire, entire college career, and they, they knew what they were doing from the jump. Mm-hmm. And when they went to ASU, they got all those classes. Literally, the last their senior year, they were like, "I don't know if this is what I want to do." <laughs> yeah. And I'll, oh well. <laughs> I, yeah. And sometimes I'm very thankful because then I didn't have to dish out as much and worry so much about attending a university to, to advance something I don't know if I want to do. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that great help. Cool. So just a question that builds off of that is like. Well, then you took a photo class. How, how did that? How did that like uh, change your perspective on things? Like uh, in in school? Yeah, when well, you took that first photo class. So like after your uh, college success instructor mm-hmm. prompted you to take the next semester photo class, how did that? Oh, dude, it was awesome. I don't know. <laughs> like literally taking that the the because I, I was told uh, someone had told me they're like you should take the digital one first and then jump into film. But when I went to go talk to Regina um, before I enrolled in her class, she said that I'd gain more from doing it the other way around. And I said, all right, cool. I, I trust you because you're literally the photo teacher. Yeah. <laughs> and I enrolled in her class and I just like fell in love with the art of, of film photography. And I think that is what built, because like now I don't, I don't like. I, I like to shoot film still, but digital is so convenient. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> the love of photography genuinely came from that class. And I think like learning the fundamentals and being in that dark room and just feeling like uh, the community too. There was also a community sense where you knew there was other people who were trying to learn like you. And they weren't, it's not like we were competing. We're all trying to learn together. Yeah. And I think that plus the art of it plus the people who were teaching me, like Regina, was very comforting and very, very easy to talk to. She was yeah. very easy to, uh, uh, to. She kind of inspired me a lot, yeah. and I think all of that together, like if, if there was one piece missing, maybe it wouldn't. I wouldn't be saying this right now. Yeah, but yeah. I think all of that compiled together actually made it. You know. Yeah, it was more like a holistic experience. It was like everything oh, yeah. felt like it was like meant to be a little bit, huh? 
Yes, exactly. Well, I, I mean, I think that's interesting. I think that's one of the things that's really uh, strong in getting an education in the visual and performing arts is like, like having cohorts. Like it's a community, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think about like the people I went to school with, and like, I mean, when you leave school, you have to like, I mean, it's more of a struggle to have a community, right? Like it's oh, not, yeah. it's not just like baked in. You don't show up Tuesday and Thursday mornings to your photo class, and there's exactly. your community, right? Mm-hmm. You got to like hunt for it a little bit, but. Um, yeah, it's like, uh, it, it, it is, it's like an inspiration and, and community and all that stuff is like baked into those classes. So I, I, it's cool that that was your experience. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, after that too, like being able to have you as an instructor, <laughs> man, that, that's kind of what set it all off too, I'd say. I mean, yeah. that, that made it a lot more worth you know, because in the beginning, I was like, man, I don't know what this college stuff is going to have for me. But yeah. after going through that, that ringer there, it did make me feel like, oh, man, this is worth it. Yeah. This yeah. felt good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good skills to learn for sure. So what were what were some of your like favorite parts about studying at CGC? I mean, I think we kind of touched on it, but is there anything else you'd like to mention of like things that you thought were amazing about studying at CGC? The community. community. Yeah. And, you know, I a lot of people... Uh, yeah, I would say the community because I feel personally like going, I liked, I really liked high school and I was very, very nervous about going to college because, you know, I don't know, maybe it's just the perception of how it comes across, uh, commercially or maybe how it comes across like in TVs and movie settings where it does look very stressful. And I've also had siblings that attended but going to Chandler Gilbert, it was a very refreshing experience, I should say, because it did feel, it felt like a, a high school, but for grownups. Yeah, yeah. And, and that it felt like um, it wasn't so like, I didn't feel so stressed being there. And it was more open. Um, yeah, you know? Yeah. But that, that's the, I, the community for sure. The teachers, 100%. Um, I've never... And it's funny, too, because my girlfriend's a teacher, and I always tell her all the time that in high school, I never really had a teacher who inspired me. Yeah. I never had this, like, drive to want to do better. But once I got to community college, even, even like, the first year when I took um, I took a reading class yeah. I had to take. I had to retake. I guess I didn't score high enough on something. Uh-huh. So I had to take this reading class. And it was like a basic class, but the teacher himself made it fun. Yeah. And it made me want to read. It made me want to like participate in the class. So um, the teachers, for sure, you know, especially when it came to what I liked to do, the yeah. photo stuff was, yeah. you know, it, 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 you know, it's the, the, the studio that they give us is really, really nice. Yeah. And um, not everybody gets to have that chance. So I would also say like, the equipment we got to work with also was a big, big uh, influence on people. Are gonna start I like. thinking that I'm paying you to say this. Stuff. Oh man! Well, <laughs> I am not. I, I don't have any money, so. Do <laughs> 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 All right. So uh, that's that's really that's really cool to hear your your experience. So let's talk about other. Let's kind of shift gears a little bit. And what were some of the challenges that you faced while you were going to CGC? These can be challenges that are like life, school, family, work anything mm. right like i know i am always aware especially going through covid of uh <laughs> how much students are dealing with right like outside of the classroom and i have students that like i always think it's interesting they'll you know they'll they'll email me and the first thing they'll start out with an apology and then go into a story about how like you know they're they're going through all of these crazy life challenges they're 
you know, relatives in the hospital sick, their car is broken. And it's like, why are you apologizing to me? You know, like <laughs> you're just apologizing. You're having hard luck. Yeah. Like, um, and so did you, did you experience any challenges like that when you were at CGC? Definitely. I mean, I think everybody, when, when we go through, I mean, life just in general, we experience a lot of hardship, but yeah, I, I definitely, um, I, one of the biggest things for me was, um, finances. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always kind of struggling on, I didn't have a car neither. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very like blessed. That I'm able to be where I'm at now, but in the beginning, um, yeah, finances were a really big thing for me and my mom. Um, uh, my mom kind of, she raised me just by herself. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I was always trying to look out for her. Even when, when, when the, when the, and I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but when, even when those checks came in from America <laughs> for community colleges, I, I was like, yeah, mom, like I got this, you know, yeah. we can, I can help you and stuff. So, um, that was always a big thing. Cause you know, I don't know. Worrying about money too is it's always that's such an like it's I feel like it's such an American thing to always be worried about money and money. Yeah. And um yeah, money and um you know, family problems yeah. always. Yeah. But yeah, and I guess the cool part was like even when I was going through some of that showing up and being there it, in the community <laughs> um it made it all better. Yeah. You know, going, being able to, to learn about something, it would just take my mind off of some of the stuff I'd have to deal with outside. And then, you know, there's always the work balance too, because I was working full time while I was a full time student. So it was like work, homework, school, work, homework, school. Um, and then you add all the like family and stress into that. It's hard time, you know, but like I said, I pretty sure like almost everyone has to go through something like that. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think, you know, it's one of those things of, right, you think about how college students are portrayed in media, right, in, like, movies, it's, like, college is, like, you're just, like, partying and having a good time <laughs> and taking it easy, it's, like, I mean, the majority of college students, I'm, the vast majority of college students that I've ever worked with, it's, like, I mean, their lives are so complex, I mean, I have, you know, college students that have, you know, multiple children, they're, they're juggling, you know, childcare and jobs and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, partners that might be deployed in the armed service like all these crazy things you know and it's like it's a you know it's it's a a struggle and it's like it also has made me realize as an educator like you know uh my you know it's made me clarify my role as an as an instructor is like not to treat every student as like the same right that that that, 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 yeah you know every year i get a, a batch of 80 you know 80 students say and it's like there are, those are 80 individuals that are dealing with 80 sets of challenges and sure. you kind of have to get to know people to figure out like what they're dealing with so that you can work with them and help them because not all of them are coming at it from the same same place right no for sure and I, i'm sure there's a lot of people still that i mean may not even want to talk about what they're going through yeah you know and that makes you can only imagine how much harder that would make school for someone oh my god yeah, yeah. i actually just you know i just really had an experience that that resonated with me that kind of touches on this recently is uh I had a student that missed some classes and I asked him to come to my office hours and you could tell like I could just tell like by his reaction that it was kind of like like guarded about it like you know (laughs) and I was I mean my I really truly mean this but like office hours are my favorite part of teaching like it's when like (laughs) I get to have like one-on-one with students like you know in class often it, it can feel overwhelming because you're getting a lot of questions from a lot of different people you're 
you're trying to manage the classroom, you're trying to keep the lesson on track, all that stuff. Where office hours, you're working one on one with a student, and you're like yeah. actually getting to know them and, and like relating to them on a on a more meaningful level. And so it's like something I look forward to. Like I always want students to come to my office hours. Um, but I was talking to the student, and it's like it took me a while, and I just kind of like backed up and thought about it, and I was like, what's the what what is his maybe understanding of like you know a teacher an authority figure asking him to come in outside of class time to talk to me in my office right it's like the principal's office in high school <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah. i think that i think that his his understanding of meeting with somebody that was in a, a a place of authority was like he was in trouble or he was like gonna be reprimanded and it's like no man i want you to come in so that i can get you caught up so i can work with you like uh-huh. right and so it's like i mean that just goes to show you it's like you know, some students understand, have no problem coming to office hours because they just understand it as like, it's my job. It's literally my job, right? I'm, yeah. You know, I have students, once again, will come to office hours and the first thing they say is, I'm sorry for coming. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm pretty sure you don't go to Taco Bell and like, you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to order a burrito. It's like, you know, it's my job. It's what I'm supposed to do. And so I love it when, when students come in. But it is, you know, it is interesting because, you know, students come from all different backgrounds and have all different experiences and, um, you know, I, I do think that a lot of my colleagues, the, all of my colleagues at Chandler Gilbert, um, they really want to get to know who their students are. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I would assume that most of the people that I had were still there, but I felt that energy in every single class. I, I don't think there was a single teacher that turned a blind eye to me. Yeah. They were always trying to be helpful and uh, all, I mean, everyone was very understanding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's another thing too that I liked about college that made me like so. This is why I like school a little yeah. more now, is because that that personability, the you know, having that uh, what is that personability? Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> you, uh, having I that. Words all the time. Yeah, okay. So there we go. <laughs> New word. Um, but having that, I feel like, really changed a lot for me because in high school, I think that's why kids are so scared yeah. because in high school. The teachers make it seem like it's do or die. Yeah, I know. Even though like high school isn't that serious when you look at it now, in retrospect. Yeah. But when you're in it, it does feel. Oh, like it you feels yeah. yeah, it feels very serious. But yeah. um, you know, get into college and then I had that same attitude and I was very relieved. I remember some of my first years when I had assignments that were a little late, just a simple communication saying my apologies, this happened, and they're like, oh yeah, don't don't even worry about it. That's life. And I'll, yeah, and there I am, like shaking while I'm yeah. sending the message yeah. because I'm worried. Yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah, and I think I mean I think that's just that's just modeling real life, right? Like modeling what real life looks like, right? There's For times real. that you're gonna have a job and you know you're gonna get a flat tire driving into work and you're gonna be late and you know you, you don't want to live in a state of like always thinking you're gonna get fired if if one thing happens you know <laughs> wrong. So I, I think that's good that that was your experience. Did you get, did you get your degree from Chandler Gilbert? I did, yeah. I have a, I got a, an associates in arts. Cool. That was two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It sucks, man. I was supposed to walk in twenty twenty. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was gonna say I was just about to say you you just you just kind of uh, uh, exited stage left right before COVID, but dude, you, you, you got you a little bit, huh? Yeah, you know they sent me a package though. They, I, <laughs> hey, at least I got the stickers. Yeah. You, yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a degree. You got stickers. Uh, so, what does your life look like now, Antonio? Um, it's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. You know, sometimes I really don't know what's going to happen. Um, 
right now I work for uh for Zia Records. I'm a I'm a like a it's called a receiving manager at one of the locations. So I'm in charge of like all the product coming in, uh, especially like the exclusive stuff that's coming out and. Yeah, but you know it's it's a living for right now. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping to try and just do some more with uh more art. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's strange. I right now I feel like coming out of uh the whole COVID thing. It it it's hard to gain momentum and get back into what I liked to do right before. Yeah. Um. Because the entire world just feels a little different. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you know it. Who knows? Who knows what's gonna happen now? Yeah, and you're at, you're still making pictures. Absolutely. That's good. That's yeah. good. Um, and I think it's good to like, I mean, I mean, you think about it, it's like you you graduated into into the world of COVID, right? Mm. And like, I mean, I've everybody I talk to, everybody, whether it's you know very accomplished artists that have had thirty year long careers or students just you know in an associate's program right now, it's like. You know, as artists, we're we're often pretty hard on ourselves. We don't cut it cut ourselves much slack, mm-hmm. and I think it probably takes a couple years to just figure out how to navigate a changed world, right? Yeah. And so, I know I haven't been as productive in art making in the last two years because of all of the challenges that we've been going through. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I think it's important to always remind everybody else, like, cut yourself some slack. You know, like of course you're like yeah. you just left school. That's a huge change into, mm-hmm. you know, this era that we, you know, with all of these challenges that we've never experienced as a society since, you know, the, the early 20th century. Like, of, of course, you're not going to like hit the ground running and feel like everything's under your feet. It's uh, sometimes the practice of, of being an artist is is struggling to keep making <laughs> you know it's just the struggle of it you know <laughs> yeah that's why that's why pain is in painting <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's why pain is in painting that's right yeah it is yeah it's funny it's i've had people say like oh you're a photographer that must be so fun it's like yeah it is really fun but sometimes it's also like you know excruciatingly painful self-doubt <laughs> and you know all of those things too Oh, all the time it's yeah. everything right that's literally what i feel like every day the self-doubt yeah so what what did you you have any plans for uh, future education? You know, at this very moment, I would probably say no. <laughs> no. But yeah. that doesn't mean yeah. That doesn't absolutely mean uh, no. I would yeah. say, um, it's like the door is always going to be open. It's like cra- the door's cracked. I yeah. should say. Yeah, yeah. So there's always a way to get in, but um, for right now, I kind of want to plant my feet a little bit better. Cool. Um, I like to, to just kind of work into what I want to do, yeah, yeah. and I think just creating art alongside of doing something like that is just always, it'd be cool. Yeah, you know? I don't yeah. know. Well, I think it's cool. You know, you got your associates. You got this like strong foundation in in art making, and like n- nobody takes that away from you. You have that, right? Like no, I mean, yeah, you always have that, and you know, I I personally. Uh, I didn't start going to community college till I was 28 years old. That was like the first time I ever sat in a college classroom. Um, and it was probably not until I was 32 that I even knew that I wanted to get a degree in, in anything. So like, you know, there, there's always opportunities to go and, and get educated. So it's good that you're not shutting that door, but it's also good that you're like, 
you know, you're out there just like learning by learning by doing right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, any single time, <clears throat> anytime, like anybody wants to talk to me about education, even like some of the people I work with, mm-hmm. um, for instance, there's, there's a girl I work with and she did not know if she wanted to go to college. She just, no, she didn't really just graduate high school. I want to say she had graduated high school a couple years ago and she was telling me that she just doesn't want college because she doesn't think it was for her and the money and all this stuff. And after talking to her for some time, I kind of convinced her that like maybe even trying just to get an associate's, you know, who knows that might change your like whole life. And now, now she's already in school and she loves it. She's going for to school for what she wants to do is, is something in in music. She wants to make music and, and masters music and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, if anyone talks to me about it, I'm always saying like, yeah, yeah. Like, community college versus high school i feel like i gained a lot more out of college um in life experiences as well so i would recommend it to anyone and just because like i said i don't want to continue after getting an associates that doesn't mean anyone else shouldn't that's not like i'm trying to bash it i just uh for me personally it's just not in the cards right now yeah 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 Yeah. that's awesome Yeah, yeah all right well thank you so much for your time antonio i really appreciate it oh hey anytime I hope you all found this interview really informative, and I just want to take another chance to thank Antonio for sharing his knowledge with us. I truly think the world of Antonio, and I really can't wait to see where his path takes him from here. So make sure to check into our Canvas community and stay up to date on all things visual and performing arts at Chandler Gilbert Community College. All right, thanks for tuning in. Bye.